Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from Mark Cuban, you only have to be right once if you take big enough swings along the way starting greatness with Mike Maples. As things start to go your way, you have to speed up. Competitors will see you and how fast you're going. If you don't speed up, you'll be behind. Most people don't put in the time to learn, and you've got to always be learning that to me is the greatest trait of any entrepreneur Mark Cuban. There's got to be value and return on everything you do as a startup, and if you don't recognize that, that's a red flag Mark Cuban. Don't start a company unless it's an obsession and something you love. If you have an exit strategy, it's not an obsession. Intro Mark Cuban is an entrepreneur, investor, and the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He is also the author of How to Win at the Sport of Business, If I Can Do It, You Can Do It. Host, Mike Maples, 2JR. In this conversation, Mark discusses some of the lessons he learned in his career, his 12 rules for startups, and more. You only have to be right once. Mark has made many mistakes throughout his career. Nobody tends to remember them. But you're right one time and now all of a sudden people call you an overnight success, even though it might have been 10 years in the making, but you learn Mark Cuban. Mark used every failure as a learning opportunity. I think I learned more from the companies I got fired from or left than I did from the companies that I really enjoyed. I learned what not to do and sometimes that's more important than anything Mark Cuban. Most people think of risk as something negative. Risk is a necessary component of success. If you're going to start something great and have a B next to your net worth, you have to take a bet on a different future than most people see Mike Maples. Chances of success may be less than 10%, but the upside is so asymmetrically large that you only have to be right once. All it takes is being right one time. Escalate your commitments as you escalate your certainty. As things start to go your way, you have to speed up. Competitors will see you and how fast you're going. If you don't speed up, you'll be behind. Continuous learning, a greatest trait of entrepreneurs. Most people don't put in the time to learn, and you've got to always be learning that to me is the greatest trait of any entrepreneur Mark Cuban. Especially in technology, it's a continuous search for new knowledge. In the 80s many people thought they didn't need PCs or the internet. Now it's with AI and crypto. Your whole company may be disposed of by AI at some point. If you don't understand it, you're toast. If you learn it and can integrate it, you'll gain an edge. 12 Cuban Rules of Startups 1. Don't start a company unless it's an obsession and something you love. Entrepreneurs work tremendously hard. If they don't love it, they can't last. 2. If you have an exit strategy, it's not an obsession. When early entrepreneurs think about exiting, they signal that they're not committed for the long run. Many advisors suggest early startups to plan their exit strategy before pitching to VCs. That's often counterproductive. Some of Mark's favorite investments involve profitable companies that didn't exit but keep sending him his share of quarterly profits. Three hire people you think will love working there. If they're nine to fivers, it's tough Mark Cuban. Four sales cure all. No company in history succeeded without sales at some point. It's more about gross margins than top-line revenues. 
if you're just buying sales by paying for advertising, it's going to catch up to you at some point Mark Cuban. Mike calls it fake growth. Most fake growth startups get forgotten or bailed out. 5. Know your core competencies and focus on being great at them. Competitors will try to copy you, so you should be great at what you do. Have the drive to continue improving. Sometimes you have to pivot, but more often you'll win by focusing on your strengths. Revenue chasing is when you build features outside of your core competency or strategy just because a customer requested it. 6. Spend liberally on core employees. Outside of your core, hire for people who fit your culture but are cheap. When in doubt, hire for stress reducers that fit the culture and support your core competency. Those are the people you can't live without. The ones you give raises to even if they didn't ask. Hire slow and fire fast. Once you find a stress creator, you have to get rid of them quickly. They infect the culture. 7. An espresso machine? Are you kidding me? Every penny you have is precious. When you buy an espresso machine or similar office stuff, you communicate to investors that you had no better way to spend it. There's got to be value and return on everything you do as a startup, and if you don't recognize that, that's a red flag Mark Cuban. If you have to buy it, use your own money, don't put it on the company balance sheet. 8. No offices and no privacy. In good startups, you can feel strong positive energy when you walk around an open office. There will be a time when you'll need to have offices. When you're still under 100 people open offices work better. They keep the organization flat, without managers reporting to other managers, etc. 9. Let people use the technology they already know. When starting out, you want to get a return on all your time. You shouldn't force your people to switch to new technologies because there's a learning curve that makes you slow down. 10. Never, ever, ever buy swag, to give away. Nobody you give it away to will wear it. 11. Never hire a PR firm. PR firms make the process longer and more costly. Mark prefers to reach out directly to the content creator. It's always better to have direct relationships. If you are new to an industry or in other special cases, there may be a case to work with PR firms. 12. Make the job fun for employees. In startups, there's always a lot of stress. You want people to have fun and be happy to go to work. Lessons learned from Broadcast.com Broadcast.com started as an online service to allow people to listen to sports games over the internet. Mark started as an investor and advisor and then became VP. In 98 they started doing video streaming as well. The most profitable segment were corporate events for companies like Motorola and Intel. You have to really believe in your product. At the time satellite TV was picking up and many people laughed at broadcast.com. Mark believe in the increasing performance and decreasing prices for PCs and the internet. Starting a company you should ask yourself, what makes you unique to implement this? Are you solving a problem for your users? Is your technology the path of least resistance for users to accomplish their goals? If you can answer positively all those you have to go for it. Kicking your own butt. Mark likes to ask what would I do if I were competing with me? He always asks entrepreneurs on Shark Tank how would you kick your own ass? No one can know your weaknesses like you. You have to anticipate that some competitors will see them and act accordingly. 
there's an opportunity in your market, you can be sure that competitors will come. Just because big companies enter your market, it doesn't mean you're doing the right thing. You have to continue to push and make sure you stay ahead. Facebook is entering many secondary markets but hasn't been really successful in any of them. You shouldn't use that to validate your market. Rather use it as motivation and energy to push harder. They can be stupid a lot longer than you can be solvent Mark Cuban. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.